Yeah.com. Boom. Wow. Bom dia. Oh, no. That's Portuguese. Uh, whatever. Hey, good evening. <laughs> good, good evening. Good evening. Yeah, I said we're from Portugal because that's where I'm based. Um, and uh, not so far away from our guest tonight um, because he's from Madrid. And uh, welcome to Alvaro. Hello. Good afternoon. Buenas tardes. Here from Madrid. It's a pleasure to be here, this podcast with you, Matthews and John, and let's enjoy. Alvaro, great to have you here. Um, we met at the World Biomarket event in The Hague uh, a couple of weeks ago now, um, and this event was fully about uh, driving bioeconomy and bio-based solutions, and you're also coming from this field. Um, maybe before we start, actually, diving into your company or, or your activities that you're doing. Um, a bit about your person. So where are you coming from? And uh, maybe you can share with us what sparked your interest also in uh, bio-based material technologies and what fuels it today. Okay. So uh, my name is Alvaro. I was born here in Madrid. I came from Madrid. We met in 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 the York, but uh, I'm from Madrid. Uh, my field, my background is uh, business. Okay, well, so I think this is uh, important and it's a it's a a big step to through this conversation because uh, I'm not scientist. Okay, so uh, it, this is interesting also because I'm all the time uh, every day. Uh, talking with scientists, uh, uh, living with them, okay, uh, fighting, <laughs> fighting with them. So this is the other part. This is the business part. Also, of course, we have to understand the scientific scientific background is uh, compulsory to understand. Okay. Uh, but yeah, these uh, people coming uh, through these uh, industries, through these markets, through these topics. Uh, young people like me, 26 year old, uh, starting this uh, kind of paths in the professional uh, career. So before I was uh, working in consultancy, I was always interested in sustainability. Uh, I'm uh, international relations. Um, so I graduate. Uh, so this is my my real uh, field is international mm -hmm. relations. But then I focus on business. Okay. So I was in, in a consultancy doing the okay. work uh, as a Norman consultancy, working with a startup, working with different innovation projects, uh, writing uh, big uh, candidatures to the European Commission funds. Okay, mm -hmm. that was my work. I was all the weeks uh, talking with CEOs, with uh, different topics of innovation, and then it came for me the opportunity to help one single uh, startup here in a national research center. Uh, and this startup uh, is for bioplastics, for bio-based uh, material using PHA. We will speak later about PHA, I think. Uh, so I decided to join 
coming back uh, to my city, to Madrid, and start this adventure, which is the adventure of uh, funding a startup. Oh, yeah. And uh, what's the name of the company? Because we, we skipped that. We okay. Should. Yeah. <laughs> the name is Biodriven Technologies. It's a right. um, very good name. Uh, to fill in this topic because we are we are always uh, talking about driving to commercialization, driving to the economy, driving. So ours is bio-driven <laughs> technologies. <laughs> very cool, very cool. So PHA, that's already a keyword for John for later. Um. Yes, I'm already, I'm already, I'm already getting the scaled up again. Maybe yeah, just just tell us what what is bio-driven technologies actually doing and uh, what's uh, what's your Current business model, and where, where do you think you want to end up uh, in a couple of years? Because that's uh, what startups usually have to plan, yes. right? <laughs> okay, so we were funded on January this year. So mm -hmm. we are currently five months old. So we are a baby. We cannot uh, uh, compete with the big companies uh, in this industry. But we are always changing, okay, uh, business model, not always, but uh, since the beginning, the beginning is not this January, it's a year before, okay, uh -huh. before funding. But uh, yeah, always changing business model, uh, our view for the market is changing all the time uh -huh. because of clients, because of, stake of uh, stakeholders, uh, we are changing. I can explain to you that um, we start thinking we were going to be very big BHA producers because mm -hmm. we have uh, too much know-how, too much expertise. One of the best uh, scientists in BHA, uh, in bioplastics, um, are uh, part of this company, okay? Mm -hmm. Five scientists. Uh, so we think about this, but uh, now we are not focusing on producing BHA. We are focusing on mixing PHA with waste to do 100% bio-based materials uh -huh. because uh, we understand the market want these materials uh, produced or even the final product. So we are focusing on getting to the client uh, where is the client buying this uh, bio-based material and what are the type of products they, they are buying. That pops up the keyword circularity, right? Yeah, of course, of course. Is this also part of your motivation to, you know, drive circular material solutions? And, and uh, do you see this as part of your business model then? Yeah, because um, we, we can consider ourselves circular because uh, we use waste. Okay, mm -hmm. so uh, we are using waste that uh, traditionally uh, were burned. Okay, or were um, lost. Yeah. So we are using this waste uh, to do new materials. We use waste uh, from um, algae. Okay, Ooh. we we can make uh, also materials with um, powder, wood powder. Okay, Ooh. and we are focusing uh, on this material because this industry has a lot of waste. Um, so. We are taking this waste uh, from this company, which is also a service. Okay, uh, they are. They, it's high demand uh, nowadays. Uh, so, our business is to help this company with with this waste, and also 
uh, using this waste uh, to produce new materials. Concept bioplastic, I don't like too much. I don't know your opinion about this. Because for <laughs> me, plastic, for me, the word plastics um, seems to me like petrol, like fuel, like fossil uh, things. So <laughs> the materials we, we make uh, are substitutes, of course, to plastic, but I prefer to call it bio-based materials. Yeah. Okay. Well, interesting that you say it because I remember John well, last time with Alex from the Bioplastics magazine. He was actually mm -hmm. saying uh, that he also doesn't like the bioplastics name for this, but not because of the plastics term, but because of the bio term. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> now you have... You are you have I another. Think now we have two, yeah. Well, now we have two two very good complementary uh, uh, yeah, statements on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you just said uh, that's interesting because you just said that basically your focus was to you know produce PHA, but you see that the demand from the industry is rather to innovate in the field of how do we close material loops, how do we utilize waste. Um, how do we, you know, innovate with existing also material streams? And uh, and you said you're, you're mixing PHA with these material streams. Do you think this is also part, partly driven by regulatory aspects, uh, especially in Europe? Um, and maybe, I don't know uh, if you can say where... Your clients are coming from currently. Are they more based in Europe, and then therefore, you know, focused uh, also on these regulatory aspects, or more international? And then it doesn't play such a big role. Yes, of course. This uh, this moment uh, in this moment, clients are worried mm -hmm. about regulation. Uh, mm -hmm. I think we need this framework uh, to change the the conventional chain value of plastics. Uh, if it's not regulation, uh, my clients would be never interested. I think mm -hmm. so. They are not doing this for the planet. Mm -hmm. um, they are doing it uh, for regulation, for not paying taxes, mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. not getting uh, a bad image, okay, mm -hmm. in press, in media. So they are not doing because they are the best uh, protectors of the world. They are yeah. doing because of this. I, 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 I yeah. like this because... It's the only way we can do a change. If not, mm -hmm. uh, I think it's very, very, very hard. Mm -hmm. So now we are uh, starting to talk with uh, client stakeholders. So now they, they have the, the first um, interest on this. They want to have his, uh, his, their own material, mm -hmm. okay, their own material, uh, and they want to have it protected. Uh, under their names, so they want to be uh, the owners of these materials and control uh, from the beginning to the end of this material. What happens uh, in the production and what happens when this material uh, has the end of the uh, of the life? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. of course, regulation is a key point here, and is uh, mm -hmm. the point is dynamizing the sector. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, uh, uh, just fascinated listening here, and and I, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm fascinated how much I can learn if I just sit back and listen, man. So, so the smart <laughs> people. So this is great, you know. Uh, but, but uh, I, I won't, I won't technically nerd out too much because 
I want to take advantage of, of the fact that you, you do have uh, a business background and perspective. And, and uh, I think that that is, is indeed so, so critically important to bring that here tonight and, and glad that you do that, you know, uh, because otherwise the default for me is to nerd out uh, technically, but I, well, allow me just a little bit. Indeed, when you <laughs> we talk about PHA, which is polyhydroxyalkanoe, nine syllables, which is a world <laughs> record for me to say that. So it makes me feel really, really good to say nine syllable words, you know. Uh, but but uh, when you talk about uh, you, you considered uh, becoming, uh, well, producing PHA, do, do you really mean like producing it, chemi uh, producing uh, the actual PHA? So be uh, uh, producing it versus uh, uh, procuring it from a partner and then and then using it in a in a blend. You, you actually were uh, looking to a, a business of, of actually producing PHA. Yeah, our aim is to produce. Okay, but okay. Uh, we we forget this business idea in the first steps of the startup. Okay, okay, because. Is highly cost, as you know. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. we are we are waiting for Europe getting big infrastructures, mm -hmm. joining big companies to do that. But mm -hmm. uh, uh, strategically, uh, we decide is not our moment to produce it. Well, it's a pity because our expertise, our patents are production patents, mm -hmm. but uh, is not is not a good business a good business yet. In Spain, mm -hmm. in Spain, mm -hmm. not in in Europe in general, more mm -hmm. or less. Maybe mm -hmm. if we move to China, mm -hmm. things get better. But uh, in Europe, uh, it's very very difficult and highly cost. So that's why we are focusing on do that because it's the fastest way to bring new materials and bio-based material to the market so quick. Mm -hmm. So we are. Uh, targeting and we are doing validation in the market uh, and people is telling us what they want to buy okay mm -hmm. so maybe they want not to buy a packaging bio-based packaging because they don't uh, feel like uh, it's okay for them so they are not worried but uh, for example in fashion uh, yeah. they want to buy it so uh, brands like Adidas, Nike, etc uh, they are positioning themselves uh, through these bio concepts and a glass with PHA uh, is getting by for the market. So uh, that's why we are focusing on this business model. But we also uh, open, the, open the door for these uh, big producers if they want to join us and ask us for production, P PHA production. I'm free to speak with them. So, and PHA because you just said you have uh, you know expertise in particularly PHA, right? Um, do you see any like or do you see any advantages of PHA also as compared with with other plastics that uh, people talk about today, like uh, PHB? Okay. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. PLA. P <laughs> Yeah, PHB is a uh, is is a PHA. It's the family uh, of PHA. <laughs> PLA, yeah, PLA is different one. Uh, all of them are bio based. Why use PHA? Because of uh, is our expertise, is our know how. We didn't yeah. work uh, with uh, other ones, okay? But uh, this material, our main um, focus is to be biodegradable. 
because mm -hmm. there is a highly interest that the material is biodegradable. I know there is uh, the topic of biodegradable, compostable, this yeah, yeah. Uh, this uh, discussion. Okay, we can have it, but <laughs> yeah, but we had it I already. We can skip yeah, over this. Yeah, PHA meets these characteristics and, and yeah. it's also good for blends. Okay, like I mean, it's not highly difficult to do blends with PHA. Uh, rather other conventional plastics. So uh, that's why we are using, that's why we are mixing with uh, raw materials uh, to to find the formulation that give us characteristics, uh, give us good quality and give us a final product that we can say and we can certify is uh, biodegradable, 100% uh, bio-based. It sounds to me like, I mean, uh, coming back a little bit, just a, uh, a little tongue in cheek here, but, you know, about, indeed, about the avoidance of that, of that word, be quiet here, won't say it too loud, plastic, you know, I, I mean, uh, uh, on the one hand, I, I really, I get that, you know, as far as the psychology of language and so on, and, uh, uh, and it's a balance of like saying, come on, guys, get over the, get over the word, it's just a word versus the psychology of it, you know. Uh, I, I, I deal a lot, a lot with the word chemical in my, in my work these days and, and word chemical as, as, as something that precedes, uh, you know, a, a subject is, 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 is something, oh no, no, you know, so plastic is the same. Maybe what you're doing here is, is, it sounds to me like you're taking, uh, uh, this, this material, uh, or this, this, yeah, this PHA in this case, uh, and, and you're combining it with other materials, sometimes like wood powder, as you say. You know, okay. Now you have a a, a bio-based composite. So composite is, I think, one step better uh, as far as uh, um, uh, perception, right? That that it's not it's not it's not a word it's not a word that people are running away from like they do from plastic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because so. I, I think ten years ago uh, you said the word plastic, and there is not bad conception in people's minds. Okay. But nowadays, yes, you can relate uh, plastic to pollution, uh, sea contamination. So uh, it's a it's a change. It's uh, taking uh, these days. So yeah, I can I can't agree more with you. But you, as 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 I heard now from from what you just said, um, you're actually really focusing on really circular circular solutions. So basically. What type of waste is available? How can we, you know, make it not a composite that might hinder the recycling streams, but rather really then focus, okay, if we use wood powder or, you know, uh, bio-based um, inputs in that, that we blend a PHA with, then it, the goal is in the end to have a biodegradable solution because otherwise it's got to there, there won't be a recycling stream, for example, for that, or it's not going to be possible to close the loop on 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 this uh, recyclability um, yes. path, right? With PHA, we have a recyclability. We have a, this characteristic that can be compostable, so well, the cycle uh, goes. Uh, and there is the other way around that finish in the nature, well, okay? Finish in ocean seas, finish in background, so is not harmful for the environment, yeah. okay? So here there is uh, two conceptions in the market. So is the plastics that can uh, 
are made to be recyclable and Good. plastic that are not made to be recyclable. Like uh, they are going to win in nature, yes mm -hmm. or yes. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's important. From our side, also, this is really something which stress uh, that, you know, you have to keep in mind, not only like the, the inherent properties of the material, but actually how it's going to be used in the end and what are the different pathways during the life cycle. And I think here, as you, as you, as I, as it sounds like you, you have with the circularity approach, you have, um, yeah, quite a, quite a, uh, a good entry point into you know also the what kind of innovation can be done with these type of materials. But coming back a bit more to your business background because now we're already nerding out so much on <laughs> chemistry. <laughs> you just said um, <clears throat> there is a there are challenges of course you know to adopt these bio-based solutions, um, and one of the hurdles that obviously you you mentioned is is the high cost. Um, is it like high cost of production, but is it, or is it also a high cost of adoption because companies have to, you know, change or switch their infrastructure in order to implement these bio-based solutions? What, what is your experience with this? Okay. So in my experience, uh, we don't have to change it for doing the composites mm -hmm. and doing uh, the compounding. We don't have to change uh, infrastructure because we can operate uh, with the with the conventional infrastructure we have for conventional plastics, okay? For extrusion, for example, is the way we we do things. Uh, and also scalability, okay? Why is not a cost-effective um, to produce this plastic like PHA, okay, this model? Uh, because main sectors, main uh, industries target um, mass products, okay? I'm talking about packaging. I'm talking about products that cost 10, 10 cents, 5 cents. So with this market, we cannot make, make money. So it's the point where the industry uh, has no sense, okay? But uh, if we do this industry for an application that has this ad value, okay? Like, I mean, fashion, construction, automotive, this spatial one, Okay, these sectors has this added value uh, we are looking for because for doing packaging, um, yeah, we 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 cannot have benefits, so only losses. So uh, main mainly mainly challenges uh, scalability, education for our client awareness. Okay, are uh, key key topics. Mm -hmm. So then, then just a follow-up question on this one. As a, as a business development manager, um, how do you then approach, you know, companies or stakeholders that are skeptical or hesitant towards these bio-based solutions? Okay. So first, we wait. Uh, they call us. Okay. <laughs> Very good one. It is. It is also a um, a, a good point to mention here that uh, we belong to a national research center, uh, TESIC in Spain, is the biggest one for innovation and research. So uh -huh. we are a, a spin-off, okay? Mm -hmm. I think this point is, uh, is, good uh -huh. to, is good to point because uh, um, with this, we get more interest that, than other startups, okay? Uh -huh. So it's companies are traditionally 
uh, going to this type of uh, stakeholder to ask for solutions, okay? So we have this advantage uh, in comparison to, to different um, companies we have in Europe. Uh, but yeah, we are targeting, uh, first we wanted to target industry partners, okay? Because we, want, we thought uh, biggest interest were, were there, okay? Mm -hmm. But then, uh, and now, we are targeting brands, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, that is very different to the industrial ones. It's uh, such a big market. It's uh, a market that goes to the final client, okay? And I think going together with brands and with the people who send it direct to the customer, um, is very good point to understand market and to understand what products people are buying. And the most uh, things we have, the, the most interest we, we raise is about formulations because we can have two, three blends, uh, two, three composites in catalog. So the clients can choose and they can mm -hmm. see the products, they can do with them, but uh, we are getting more interest uh, about companies asking us for formulation. I mean, uh, they want a formulation for doing glasses. They want a formulation for doing cups and cutlery. They want a no. formulation uh, for doing, uh, I don't know, plastics are everywhere. So this is, uh, I, I know, but I, I don't know the word in English. It's the uh, insemination of pigs. You know, insemination. Okay. Insemination of pigs. Yes. Insemination of pigs. Catheter. I, I come from Arkansas. We're experts. Yes. yes. So yeah, okay. companies, these plastics, these plastics, Matthew, you, yeah. you, you laugh too much, but I'm going to explain you a thing. Okay. There are, there are companies. I'm uh, not going to cut uh, it then. Yeah. It's good. This, uh, no, don't cut it. It's okay. It's okay for me. Uh, because the, the, the video is not going to be shown. So it's no, okay. No, no, no. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> The insemination, okay, it's a single-use plastic. They use yeah. it through the mother pig, and then uh, it goes. <laughs> so, um, for example, this was such a challenge, okay, because is um, this plastic has uh, to be in, in contact with animals. It's yeah, for yeah. only one use. It's very uh, fast, and you have to uh, program and do the formulation of this plastic, okay? So... In the, in the meanwhile, too much proof of concepts, too much failures. Uh, I can tell you this project, we mm -hmm. couldn't finish, okay? We, we couldn't have the perfect formulation for for this company. And it's a pity, but it's like this. So people is uh, coming with uh, coming us with uh, the, re the, the challenge, and then we formulate to overcome this challenge. Matt, Matt, can I just jump in here with just a quick observation, you know? Uh, I mean, um, uh, uh, I, I think about myself, say, two years ago, two and a half years ago, uh, I, I had, a, had a different uh, kind of uh, uh, attitude or conclusion at that time on the situation versus today. Uh, and, and that is, uh, go back two and a half years ago, Matt, Matt can vouch for this. It's probably in some of right. our earlier podcasts. Um, you know, I, I was, I, I kind of had the mindset of looking for uh, solutions to the problem of plastic waste, solutions to the issues of the, that, that we're touching on here tonight. 
and looking for like that big, huge uh, solution. Like here is the 90% game changer or 95% solution to the whole issue. Um, and and that, I think that that's because I come from the world of big mass market plastics, polyethylene, polypropylene, making as much. So that's my mindset historically. And, and, and so that when I think of like the scale of the, of the problem today of plastic waste um, and the misuse, et cetera, I, I try to f look for big, huge solutions to it. What I've come to realize and appreciate that at least where we are today uh, with the technology, the business models, uh, et cetera, um, um, that, that's just not the way, way it is. And, and that I, I've come to embrace, uh, you know, this, this portfolio uh, of, of different uh, ways of, of tackling the problem. Uh, two and a half years ago, I would have thought, okay, well, that's interesting, but it's, it's a small volume relative to 380 million metric tons per year. You know, but, but, but that, that's really a, a defeatist way of thinking, I, I concluded, about myself. If that's what I'm waiting for, then nothing's ever going to happen. Believe it or not, this is John Sewell's way of saying, well, I think that what you guys are doing is really cool and important and inspiring. <laughs> and yeah. and so, so that I just take a lot more words I shouldn't no, I think say. I, that. I can confirm, like, uh, this is uh, what we, and, and I, I was with you, like, you know, seeing this solely as a replacement of current technologies or, you know, just like a solution that helps to, you know, you know kind of leverage up the problems of, of waste and so on. But now this approach is, is so much different when, you know, people just come with completely like these challenges and then you just innovate and, and there is no plastic anymore. It's like not about, you know, the material itself. It's about finding a, a good solution with the, the expertise that the knowledge solution. that we have built up over the last couple of years, also in the field of bioplastics and, and, and bio-based materials. I think that's both, you know, scientists, but also the industry learned so much because there was a certain interest and there was through this also a, a drive to, you know, look into these solutions and investigate them further. I think otherwise, without guys like you, the progress wouldn't have been there and uh, we wouldn't have been able to even, you know, talk about these challenges and think about these these innovative solutions as uh, as you do, right? Um, yeah, I think I think that's, uh, that's, uh, that's awesome from my side. <laughs> Uh, a way to say yeah, cool stuff that you're you're working on. Um, yeah, just looking at the time. Um, so, from your perspective, what do you think uh, we need to you know encourage innovation and the adoption of bio-based materials further? Okay, so maybe first this education for jump uh, people rising in their minds with this conception. Uh, as you mentioned uh, before, two years ago, I, I, I was not in plastics, okay? So you can tell me better uh, how the situation changed in these three years. I think uh, one of the key of the industry is to focus on a specific application. So, the, so then it will become bigger. I mean, uh, there is a company specializing of doing Packaging, there is uh, um, companies specializing of doing wallets, of doing jewelry, of doing uh, 
to much different kind of uh, application. So I think this is the is a very good point to start, okay, mm-hmm. uh, and then to scale up to uh, all plastics, okay. Mm-hmm. I know there is lobbies, okay, um, fighting for this fossil fuels. We know all of them. Uh, so it's big industry. It's very cost uh, competitive. We cannot compete with these people. So. Uh, now it comes the another point regulation of well, course is a is a is a key to to well, drive to to this change. Two last questions, if if you don't mind, John. Um, one is, what brought you to the world biomarkets? Sorry, what what brought you actually was what was your motivation to come to the Hague and and uh, be at the World Biomarket Conference? Okay, so main. Objective was to learn, okay? Because as as I as I told you, it's only five months we set up the company, so learn about different companies. I it was a pleasure for me. There was a panel discussion discussion for PHA where we can see the biotech CEO, the Blue One, so big people in the industry uh, teaching me uh, how to how to set up a startup, how to focus, how important is focusing. Uh, so this this conversation, the people I met in the conference also, uh, I think this uh, this meeting, okay. uh, they, are, they don't pay me eh, for saying this, but <laughs> uh, this conference is very well set up to do business, okay? It's not a conference, it's not a fair um, to, to work, uh, it's a fair to do very big business. So uh, interested people, and I met you, Matthew. So yeah, that's... this is what I was actually expecting. Yeah, there's a first answer, but it's okay. We're not gonna cut. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I, I also I also wanted to meet uh, people in the um, textile sector, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, because we are not related uh, to textile, but mm-hmm. uh, I can mention to you we have another business line. Uh, of materials is not about plastics, it's not about PHA, it's about bacterial cellulose, okay? Uh, with this material, we can also make package packaging and we can make textile, but it's high, uh, highly difficult, okay? So that's what, what I wanted to meet, to meet some of these people. The, I, I cannot remember the name, but the Adidas girl, um, yeah, yeah, a couple of companies of uh, of uh, textile startups and textile companies. It's interesting see what? the way they are working and see if uh, it's interesting to incorporate plastics there or yeah. our plastics, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Last question before John gives you the final question. Uh, what okay. what kind of advice would you yeah. give to startups or individuals? that enter into this field of, of bio-based and bio, bio-economy? Okay. Maybe, first of all, I am, uh, I cannot give too much advices to people, to, to people because I'm 26 years old and five months <laughs> of uh, a yeah, company. That's interesting. But, yeah, but uh, my suggestion, focus. Mm-hmm. Because when you work in, if you are a business developer or you work in business and you are in this industry for the first time, you will notice that that uh, scientists are incredible people, very intelligent, but 
<laughs> like a tree of opportunities, business models, uh, ways to develop. You have to choose only one leaf. Okay, <laughs> from this tree, we got we have to pick one, and with this pick, with this one, you specialize, you focus, you go to the market, you validate your model, and then you can pick more leaves in the future, but start with that one. It would be a very, very nice tree in in the future. Well, pretty good advice for a 26-year-old. Wow. I, I, I can listen to some of this, you know? So, so hey, you know, that the, the old can still let you learn from, <laughs> from the younger, so. Another, another, uh, another um, advice is collaboration. Uh, collaboration is very, very, very important. Uh, collaboration like this, this is a collaboration, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, because uh, some people in the industry of plastic are going to hear me. So for me, it's 100% uh, fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean joint ventures with mm -hmm. industrial, industrial partners. Uh, and these things is mm -hmm. very, very important mm -hmm. to, to develop uh, an interesting business. Great. John, I'll leave it to you for the most important question of the evening. Yeah, I tell you what, I mean, uh, yeah, we'll, I'll get into that, that question <laughs> in just a second, but uh, just uh, thanks, Alvaro, for the night. I mean, uh, and to be continued, uh, I, I, I wanted to be at the, at, in The Hague as well, uh, but I had a schedule conflict that came up a little bit after we, we planned it, and I was just not able to get there. But, oh, man, I would have really enjoyed it because I'm also fascinated uh, by by the, the 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 topics that were discussed there, the people that were there, and and also the, the, what what's been put together there by World Biomarkets, indeed uh, this 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 enabling of 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 uh, decision makers uh, to really move uh, the business forward. I think that's really 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 a, a, a USP that they can be proud of there. So so uh, but the, the <laughs> most important question. Uh, as, as you may know, if you've been to our website, uh, and if you, if you know us at all, Matt and I, we both, uh, we love to nerd out on the things that we nerd out on. We also love music. Uh, and uh, we, we have this, uh, what we call the PCF uh, playlist uh, that's, that I believe is on Spotify. It's certainly on our podcast or our website. Uh, and we ask uh, each, each, each guest to, to come in, if they, if they will, with a couple of uh, a song or two. Uh, that that they like that that may be relevant to what we're talking about, what you're doing. That may be just a song that you like or whatever. But uh, over to you and and just pick anything. We we uh, the other night I, I listened to uh, the playlist. This the the the, the uh, brief uh, snippets of each song that you can find on our uh, on our website. And and wow, I mean, just just it it, it really is a good example of 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 the of the. Uh, diversity, breadth, and depth of, of guests that yeah. we've had on. So over to you, sir, Alvaro. Please give okay. us some good Congratulations songs. for your playlist because uh, <laughs> I saw it and I thought, okay, this is not a playlist for a party because very different kind of person, kind of, okay. Uh, yeah, I also asked uh, ChatGPT, um, I, I, am, I, am, I am in a, in a podcast, they are going to ask me for two songs. Uh, I want to to say two songs related to plastic or something like this. Um, ChatGPT give me John Lennon this thing, so I'm going to put my ones, okay, not ChatGPT ones. So uh, the the first one is um, 
It's a Spanish one because I want you to have Latin and Spanish in your playlist. It's yes. a traditional one, okay? Yes. It's Paquito and Chocolatero. Paquito and Chocolatero. Okay. Paquito and Chocolatero. Okay. 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 If not, I will write it down to okay to this meeting. So yeah. maybe we'll it's... find it. Don't worry, we'll find it. Yes. No worries. He got it. Okay, yeah, we got it recorded. Okay. We have okay. And the other what? one is uh, losing my religion. I know. I think you know this one. Uh, it uh, oh, yeah. It remembers him, uh, yes. too much to to my father. So it's uh, for him. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Hey, man. I love. I mean, I, I losing my religion. I know that song really well. I know REM really, really well. Uh, the other one I'm going to look into, but I mean, that, but, what a great... Paquito uh, Chocolatero is a song uh, we put uh, in parties, okay? Uh, to dance to get, to dance together right. is like a traditional one. It's not very good song, but uh, yeah, I want you to have a Spanish or a weird Spanish uh, song in your playlist. So when you meet a Spanish uh, guy and Spanish girl, you saw the playlist and... Uh, he or she is going to ask you why you have this on your playlist. <laughs> <laughs>